Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Kenny Albert. You're listening to the Broadway Hat Podcast with your host, Kyle Hall, the number one podcast for all things Rangers hockey. Welcome back to the Broadway Hat Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Hall, and Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. Last Wednesday, the worst kept secret in hockey finally came to fruition. Patrick Kane was traded to the New York Rangers uh just unbelievable to have him in New York. Obviously, after the Tarasenko trade, uh, you thought that was a dead a, a deal, a uh, a rumor that's been around for almost two years now with Kane, you know, having interest in New York and the Rangers having interest in Kane, and uh, uh, you know they finally got a deal done, which is unreal. The Rangers made uh, I can't imagine you know so many sacrifices to get him playing shorthanded. They're still playing shorthanded because of it uh, and the injuries and the suspension to Keandre Mill and everything else that's going on. Uh, but to get a player of his caliber, it's completely worth it for this playoff run. And uh, Patrick Kane, you know, that story came out, I think Emily Kaplan from ESPN came out and said the Blackhawks basically said they didn't want him at the end of the season, so kind of forced his hand to leave. And New York was the one team he wanted to go to, and he used that no-trade clause like uh, you see the NBA players use the trade clause, basically saying where he wanted to go, and um, the Blackhawks made it work for him. So... Uh, to bring a guy in that, especially for the playoffs, you know, a guy who's had three Stanley Cups, Conn Smythe winner, um, you know, some consider him the greatest USA hockey player forward of all time. Um, I'm a huge fan of his for a long time. I've obviously covered him with USA Hockey. You know, I covered him for USA Hockey for Belly Up Sports, so I've covered him on a national level, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see 88 there in uh, in Broadway. And uh, obviously, the whole Showtime nickname is perfect. Showtime on Broadway is perfect. But you know, the first two games weren't perfect. Um, I think you know a lot of people thought him and Panarin would kind of just pick back up again when they were seven years ago. Um, but you know, it, he's getting time to gel with this team. We said Tarasenko. You know, after the first goal, you know, the first game goal with the first what two seven minutes, the five minutes of the game. You know, he struggled for a couple games, and now he's finally picking up. Had a huge game against Philly last week. Um, I thought he was really good against Boston. So, I mean, he's really finding his groove now. He said it himself. He's feeling more comfortable in the lineup. And, uh, you know, it, it takes guys a while. And uh, Patrick Kane, I think uh, Chris Kreider said at the first game, like, you know, they had all these power plays. And Kane obviously is on the first unit, and they weren't connecting on anything. And, um, you know, Kane, uh, Kreider said, like, we're going to need a couple of practices here before we start really uh, figuring out, like, what's going on with this power play and where players are. And, um to me, I looked to this Thursday game. You know, now you have basically four days of practice or three days of practice that they had yesterday off. But you have three days of practice leading into this game 
where these guys can now get to know each other and kind of have Kane settle in, learn the systems. And Gallant said, like, he's basically told him, go out there and play in that first game. Like, don't worry about anything. Let's go play. And uh, I think now he's going to kind of get, you know, a week into the city. You know, obviously he's moving in, you know, his, I think he's got a two-year-old, whatever, Patrick the third. Uh, so he's moving a family over here. Tarasenko, same thing, moved his family over. Um, and it's an adjustment for everybody. So uh, I think Thursday is a day for me. I kind of throw these first two the games of the Kane tenure away. Um, they should have won against Ottawa, let that game get away in the third period. But this team, they've been playing man down. I mean, they're playing, what, four or five defensemen. You know, they're playing 11 skaters on, you know, 11 forwards every night. Tyler Mott gets hurt again. Kind of deja vu. Um, you know, Rangers acquire him, plays well, and all of a sudden, a couple games into his tenure of his time, he gets hurt on a dirty hit. Um, same as what happened last year in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh. So hopefully he comes back soon. It's an upper body. His head hit the glass pretty hard. I have to think it's maybe a concussion, maybe a shoulder injury from where he got hit. But um, I don't know how long he'll be out for. They saying you know they just said he's out for now. Um, but the Rangers can recall someone on Thursday for him since they did play a man down against Boston, so they can have an emergency call up. Uh, most likely, I, I, it's going to be Will Cooley. I think he's right under that 850K um, allowance that they'll have, so it's, it Will Cooley might be the guy. Maybe be Johnny Brzezinski. He's below that as well. Uh, both those guys have seen time in New York in this season. Um, they also had a, a, a Blindell, Blindell. They just picked him up from Colorado in a trade for uh, right off Gusta. Uh, Gustav Reidahl, um, and he's another guy who falls under that category under 850K. So uh, they have some options down there in Hartford for who to call up an emergency call up, and they will be granted that. This time, they were not granted it last week because their NHL said that they created the issue because they held out for Kane. Uh, but this time, obviously, it's a different case. It happened after Kane was there. Um, so they'll be getting a emergency call up if Tyler Mott cannot go. Keandre Miller is returning, so they'll have a full 21-man roster or so, whatever that is. Um, unless Ryan Lingering cannot go. So they'll have a full 12 forward, 6 defenseman ready to go. <laughs> Finally Thursday against Montreal. But uh, that to me is when you really can see this team and what the team's going to take shape. And, you know, they have a couple of games here coming up where I think you look ahead and, and this weekend you have in Buffalo, a, a Buffalo Sabres team, which is putting together a very good season. You know, they're fighting for a playoff spot. So that's going to be a tough game. And then you play the Pittsburgh Penguins three times. I'm sorry, yeah, three times in four games. So Sunday night you play in Pittsburgh. Then you come home for the Caps next Tuesday night, which will be on ESPN and Disney. Pretty cool. My three-year-old and I will be watching that on the Disney cast to see what that's all about. And then you play Pittsburgh back-to-back on Thursday and then next Saturday. And then another back-to-back in against the Preds on Sunday. So tough schedule coming up after a little bit of a lull here. But you play Pittsburgh a ton. So that's a team that, you know, they're – eight points behind you that's a you know you have to start winning some of these games because i know the rangers are kind of stuck now in this three seed new jersey and carolina are starting to pull away from them both um carolina is 11 points up on them and uh, new jersey's up nine points on them in the standings so you're not going to reach one of those two teams but you're setting that third spot you don't want to drop any further from that because pittsburgh right now is eight points behind you but they got a game in hand the islanders are seven points behind you although you have two games in hand against the islanders but the islanders have been really good lately five two and three um, Pittsburgh's been five and five, but still they're hanging on right behind you because the Rangers are only four, five, and one in the last ten games. So Rangers got to get things going here. They got to get these guys, you know, acclimated to the lineup and uh, start winning some games. And you got to start winning games against teams you should beat. You know, I know Ottawa's red hot, but you know that's a team you should have beat at home. You got to beat Montreal, even though you're in the road here. You know, that's a team that's obviously uh, really struggling. You have to take advantage of that. 
And, uh, you know, you got to, you know, Pittsburgh's a tough place, but you got to start winning some more home games for these Rangers. So, um, yeah, Igor Shesterkin's play is still a little bit concerning. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Halak played very well against Ottawa, led a couple goals there in the third period. I think he'd probably want back. Uh, but Igor, I thought, played well against Boston, and then the Boston has kind of took the game over from them. And, uh, you know, the th- third period was another third period where the Rangers, you know, came into it down 2-1, to one, and they just let it slip away. And, you know, the Bergeron goal there to make it 3-1, to one, um, pretty, you know, that ended it. It was 2-1 to one there for a little bit. The Rangers had a couple chances, and once they went 3-1, to one, you know, that game was over. But, um, you know, the Rangers right now, you got to beat the Canadians coming up. You know, the Sabres are a team you should beat, even though it's on the road. Um, you know, it's a team you should beat because the next game, it's a back-to-back in Pittsburgh. So that's going to be a tough back-to-back there. And then you play the Caps, a team who, you know, at home, you got to beat the Caps at home. It's a team that you don't know what the hell they're doing. They're either rebuilding or they're not rebuilding. I'm not really sure what the trade deadline was. Um, but, you know, it's a team you should beat at home after they kind of beat you up there uh, in D.C. last week. So the Rangers need to get some payback there. And then you get the Preds. A team also who sold at the deadline that you should beat next week at home too. So, because um, after that you got back to back with Carolina towards the end of the month, and then you got uh, the Florida Panthers, and then you got the Blue Jackets, a team you should beat at home, and then Devils match up in that Thursday, the thirty. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be a great game, and uh, we'll see. Maybe that's a preview for a playoff game, or maybe the Jet, the Devils by then catch up to the Carolina Hurricanes, who have been, you know, leading this division pretty much all season long. And all, well, I guess the Devils were up earlier. When they had that huge run to start the season, but Carolina's been really dominating this division, and uh, New Jersey right now is really turning it on. They're really good, and obviously picking up Timo Meyer is a huge pickup for them, and he scored in his first game with the, the Devils. Uh, but you know, New Jersey got better. Carolina had a gossip, a gossip, a ghost bear, who obviously is a uh, very good power play player for them, and I think he's already had a couple points on the two in his first couple games. So everyone got better. Pittsburgh made a bunch of moves at the deadline. Uh, so the division's just stacked. The division's stacked. The East is stacked. It's ridiculous. Um, but the Rangers right now are kind of the driver's seat, obviously, for that third spot. They need to hold on to that three seed. And, uh, you know, it's going to, you know, see who falls on our lap. Either it's going to be a, a battle of the Hudson or a rematch against Carolina, a team that is definitely going to want some uh, redemption after last year getting knocked out in game seven against the Rangers. So they'll have a tough first-round series no matter what. The whole playoffs could be ridiculously tough. Uh, but hopefully Patrick Kane and the additions of old Tarasenko will Push one of the top two guys who are not only unbelievable players in regular season, but also big-time playoff performers. So uh, we have a great guest this week, though. We're joined by New York Rangers 2022 fourth-round draft pick Noah Laba, who is having a great uh, freshman season at Colorado College. He also is on the Team USA U-20 World Junior Team, which won a bronze medal this last uh, uh, January. But uh, a guy who had a you know good USHL career, you know, some guys, you know, a lot of people said that maybe he's a reach for in the fourth round this year, but he's having an excellent rookie uh, freshman season there at Colorado College and uh, should find himself on a couple uh, all-freshman teams here towards the end of this year. But I sat down with him to talk about his first year in college, uh, kind of, you know, get to know him a little bit, what his uh, likes and dislikes are, talk about that draft day, crazy draft day story where he was, and then also about the prospect camp here in New York and how cool that was for him. So it was great to sit down with him. But before we send to an interview with Noah, I do want to tell you about our sponsor of InTheClutch.com. Listen, hockey season is in full swing. With playoffs are coming up. NBA, the Knicks are red hot. Nine in a row now for the Knicks. They're really pushing for the NBA for uh, the playoffs now. Uh, MLB just watched the Yankees the other day on spring training. Spring training's back on. NFL, 
I mean, now you got the draft coming up, so make sure you go on InTheClutch.com, use our code BROADWAY to save 10% off today in any gear. So make sure you go gear up for your favorite team, and make sure you go use that code BROADWAY for 10% off today only at InTheClutch.com. All right, we're now joined by a very special guest, a 2022 New York Rangers draft pick. He's having a great year at Colorado College this year. Noah Lava, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on. Uh, well, first off, let's go way back to your childhood. Who was your team growing up? Who's your favorite player? Oh, uh, I think I like Dotsu watching him growing up, uh, living in Michigan, being a Detroit fan. Um, he's definitely a pretty exciting player to watch. Yeah, not a bad guy to emulate your game off of, right? <laughs> yeah, hard guy to emulate your game off of, but um, definitely a fun player to watch. Uh, who's the guy now? Is there any guys now that you watch in the league? I mean, obviously, like the, the McDavid's and the Matthews, um, always fun to watch. Um, I think Jack Hughes is a is a fun player to watch as well. Yeah, not against the Rangers though. He is a fun. Player <laughs> That's <watch>. true. <laughs> Uh, I, I think uh, last year in the draft, the big video that was going around about you was your game-winning overtime goal at the uh, the Whippy Silver Stick, which is a huge tournament for midget uh, hockey. And uh, you guys beat – your team beat the uh, Don Mills team, which was still talked about now because anytime Shane Wright comes into conversation, they bring that team up. And uh, Brent Othman was there as well. So how special scoring that goal? Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I, I believe they were undefeated um, before that game. Um, and then obviously it's, it was a pretty special game. You know, a lot of, a lot of people there rooting against us, um, <laughs> just to score that overtime goal was, was pretty cool. And, um, uh, obviously they're, they were a great team and a lot of those players are, are playing pro hockey. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a special moment. Now was, was often at the rookie camp with you this last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Did you remind him of that goal or did he remind <laughs> you of that goal at all? Uh, no, no, not too much. <laughs> he probably just took a number, you know, he's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Definitely the back of his mind still. Uh, you went out, you played two years in the USHL with the, the Lincoln stars. Uh, so what was that experience like playing out in Lincoln? Uh, it was good. Lincoln's an awesome town. And, um, I think the stars is, are a great organization and, um, just kind of the fan base they get is pretty special. You know, you walk around anywhere there and, you know, you'll be recognized. It's kind of cool. Um, but no, definitely really, really enjoyed my time there in Lincoln. Did you hit up any uh, Cornhusker football games or anything? Yeah, I actually went to one, um, one Cornhusker game. It's crazy. They sell out every game, but it's, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's like one of the places, that's a bucket list place for, I think for a lot of like college football mm-hmm. fans, that place. And, uh, you know, maybe not the best of years for them recently, but the yeah. fans are ridiculous out there. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they packed the building there. So, um, at your last year, they get 115 penalty minutes. And obviously when the Rangers drafted you, uh, I guess the scouting report on you was a tough, you know, a tough player, gritty player, uh, to rack up 115 PIMs. It's, it's pretty impressive in the USHL. Uh, so I guess, uh, that year, like, what did you take a step forward physically? Like the, was there a plan coming to the season for you to do that? Um, no, I don't think so. Necessarily a plan. Um, I don't know, just, just kind of how some plays happened and um obviously there wasn't too much of a plan to rack up 115 penalty minutes but um somehow some, sometimes that's how it goes so we never know in a draft year you know maybe some guys like oh i want to get some of my penalty minutes up or whatever it was and <laughs> obviously that was noticed by what i saw one year again when the rangers drafted you obviously looked you up and mm-hmm. uh saw a video of one of your fights when 
you had a nice uh, cross check to a guy and then, you know, another guy came after him and then you beat him up. So it was a nice little second, <laughs> little, little, uh, you know, 20 second uh, time for you there on the ice. Yeah. I, I think I remember that was preseason game, my rookie year. Um, <laughs> so just trying to establish myself a bit in the league and uh, those are always fun. Yeah, I would say that's a good welcome, you know, a good, mm-hmm. a good introduction to the league for you. For sure. Uh, so last summer, the Rangers draft you 111th overall in the fourth round. What was your expectation coming into the draft? Um, honestly, like I had no idea. Like I was up in the air. Like I could either go or not go. Um, so I wasn't too, like, too sad on what was going to happen. Um, but obviously, I was pretty, pretty uh, happy with the results. But now, did you have any contact with the team before the draft? Did you interview with them at all? Yeah, um, I had an in-person interview and um, multiple phone calls with with them. So who did you interview in person with? Um, Larry. Okay. Now, what's the nerve-wracking? Like, how nerve-wracking is that? I mean, that's like a, it's a job interview for everyone else in the world, but that's a NHL opportunity job interview. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I wasn't too nervous. I'm pretty confident in who I am and the player I am and pretty confident I can answer whatever question he can throw at me. And obviously, they're they're really cool guys and nice guys, so they're not trying to – try to get you too much so what was the celebration like after the uh the draft pick uh, i was actually in class um you were in so, class when you got drafted yeah we had to do a summer course here um at colorado college so i was in class watching the draft and got the phone call and um just left i didn't, didn't come back um and then kind of just made all the important calls to family and friends and kind of everybody who's helped me little long bathroom trip there come back and tell the, the teacher later <laughs> on like hey listen i just got drafted up could be back in 45 minutes <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy but it was good uh so rookie development camp you go out to new york uh, have you been to new york before uh i've been out not like the city or like not where that's at i've been to like a suburb in new york uh kind of i don't know what they call it out there but definitely not near the city so what was your first impression of new york city it was sick. It was crazy. Like just going downtown and seeing the garden um, was just a crazy experience. And obviously it's always busy down there, like always something going on. So no, I, I loved it down there. And then the camp itself, uh, I guess, you know, Ranger fans look forward to every year because you get to mm-hmm. see the young guys out in the ice. But uh, what was that experience like for you putting on like a, you know, it's not the Rangers jersey, but I mean, still everything's Rangers you're in the locker room. They're like, how cool was that in the actual facility? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty surreal, obviously. Um, that's kind of getting your first taste of of pro hockey and um, kind of getting adjusted to to the organization and um, just the tools they have set in place and um, the people that there that run it are all unreal and um, they want you to be at your best and um, they kind of give you every opportunity to do so. Were there any guys there that stood out to you? Any guys that you're like, oh, wow, that guy's pretty good? Um, yeah, definitely Othman. Um, Cooley, I think. Is that, is that yeah, Will Cooley. Yeah, he just got yeah. called up. Yep. Yeah, he uh, was really good. Um, couple D men that I Skinner. Uh, I know he's traded now, but he was good. Um, uh, and definitely a lot of others that I'm I'm forgetting. But uh, now, what, what's the there. speed like in a camp like that? It, obviously, everyone's trying to impress, so they're going 110. percent Like, is it just crazy? Like the speed of everything, is it, like the drills, and everything crazy. Yeah, definitely um, pretty intense and high pace, and um, everybody wants to kind of 
kind of show their skills off and um, work hard and show what they can do. So it's definitely high pace. And then, so actually I got to ask you a question. So when you were drafted, there was uh, Colgate was out there as you were going to school there and you were going to Colorado college. What, what was the deal with that? With uh, Colgate? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I committed there um, my first year in Lincoln um, and kind of just wasn't the right fit. Um, didn't work out there. And then that's kind of when I switched over to CC um, and happy I did. So. Yeah. I remember like I seen on Twitter and, Colorado College came out with a like, congratulations to to know. I'm like, oh, everyone's saying he's going to Colgate. They're <laughs> going out and saying congratulations because he's not. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, definitely kind of last minute, but. Uh, and you had a great start to your year this year. Your freshman year there, uh, your first weekend, you scored two goals and have an assist and getting in the NCHC Rookie of the Week. I mean, can't draw up a better start to a college career. Yeah, it was definitely uh, exciting to have that type of start. Um, kind of boost the confidence a bit and. Um, kind of get the confidence that you can play in the league and um, get comfortable and, and settle in. So it was, it was good. And that great start led to you getting invited to Team USA World Junior Camp. Uh, so what was that experience like? That was that was unreal. Like obviously playing for your country is something you grow up uh, dreaming about. So um, just to be able to put on the jersey and um, get to be there uh, with all those guys and all the high-level talented guys um was was really cool and how competitive i mean obviously you guys are trying to make this illustrious team how competitive is that camp like how intense is that yeah super intense like i got you know you don't want to make much many mistakes um you kind of want to fit whatever role that um they see for you and uh do the best you can with that so it's definitely very very intense and when you get told you made that team what was the celebration like for that that was pretty special, obviously. Um, the camps in Michigan, pretty close to my house too. So um, that was nice to be able to go back and kind of celebrate with family a bit and um, kind of be home while you're at camp. That's pretty cool. And and obviously the World Junior Tournament, it's awesome every year. Yeah, I love watching it. Unfortunately, you guys didn't win it this year. You win the bronze. You can play in the bronze medal game. Uh, but man, 8-7 overtime win there. And uh, it was a very exciting game in general. Yeah, there there wasn't too much defense, I feel like, being played in that game, but um, definitely exciting game, and goals are never bad, so it was good. And, that, you know, pretty cool, though, to, to wear your team, you know, the, your jersey and have the, the national anthem play behind you as you wear a bronze medal on your neck. Yeah, for sure. No, that was definitely very, uh very good moment. Uh, so you're having a great year. You're, you're second on the team in scoring this year. What, what's been your major adjustment to college hockey so far? Uh, I think just continuing to develop my game. Um, obviously, it's faster. The guys are older. Uh, they play harder. But um, just kind of continuing my development um, and knowing, like, where my path is and how far I have to go and um, how much more developing that I believe I have, um, which is pretty exciting for me. But that's kind of what my summer was leading before um, my freshman year here. Have the Rangers kind of given you, uh, you know, insight into what they want to see from you or where do they want you to grow your game? Uh, yeah, obviously, um, they watch every game and, um, they've been through a lot and just getting stronger and, and bigger. Um, you know, whether that be in, in the weight room or, um, on the ice. So definitely focus there for the summer. And then, uh, Luke Hughes obviously is one of the, regarded as the best defenseman in the NCAA, you were just playing with him on Team USA. Devils unfortunately drafted him, so I think Ranger fans are going to see him for a long time now. How special is that kid? 
yeah, he's he's unreal, obviously. Um, special character kid, um, super good kid. And obviously on the ice, um, you know, he can he can skate and handle the puck. He can shoot. Um, he can kind of do it all. So definitely a special kid to watch and um, was pretty happy sharing the ice with him. Yeah. Every time I watch the highlights, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be in New Jersey soon. He's going <laughs> he's gonna to be a big problem for the Rangers down the line here. Yeah, he's a really good player. <laughs> Um, if, if you were to give it some, if someone never saw your game before there, you give your own scouting report on your style of play. What would you tell someone? I think I'm a, a hard 200 foot center. Um, who can play both sides of the ice, um, whether it be locking it down defensively, playing a PK or, um, getting a goal when it's needed or, um, finishing around the net. And are we on the, are you in the first power play now? I saw the other day that yes. right, you're on the first power play now, right? Yeah. We gotta get, you gotta get those power play goals up. Get in front of the net. Get some Chris Kreider style. <laughs> Use that big frame and get some deflections in there. Oh yeah, no, for sure. All right, uh, a couple of more questions here before I let you go. Uh, you're, uh, what's your favorite thing to do outside the ice? Ooh, uh, like in the summer, I like being on the water. Um, so that's that's probably the main thing. Um, but other than that, pretty busy at school. Video games here and there, but not too much. What's your favorite video game? Fortnite, COD, um, NHL, probably top three. You're going to be in the game pretty soon, so that'll be pretty good. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Working towards that. Uh, what's your uh, favorite vacation spot? Ooh, um, definitely up, up northern Michigan um, on Lake Charlevoix. It kind of connects to to the Great Lake um, there, but it's a pretty special place to me and um, kind of grew up going there and being on the water there. Uh, favorite movie? Ooh, uh, I like Training Day. Okay, nice, nice. That's a good That's a good one. It's always a good one. Yeah, I love that one. Are uh, you a golfer? Uh, like in and out. Okay. Like I golf when I can. Um, wouldn't say I'm a huge golfer. Wouldn't say I'm very good, but. Because uh, like Michigan's play. got some good golf courses there, so. Yeah, no, for sure. But um, I don't play too much, but I play. What's your uh, what are you studying around school? Um, kind of it's kind of a liberal arts college, so you kind of got to take classes and everything. Um, but I'll probably end up doing business, majoring in business, major in hockey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. What's your favorite shootout move? Ooh, like from myself or like, yeah, that? either way, who's your favorite guy to watch in a shootout? One, what's your favorite move to do? I think Zegris right now is my favorite guy to watch in the shootout. He just makes it look so easy. Um, favorite move. I like the kind of come down on the right side, fake forehand back in and then cut back. Um, that one, I I like to practice that one. I want to see if I can get it done in a real game. But Did you see Zegris practicing the other day, like the like alley-oop to himself in front of the net? Do you see that? The through the legs? Yeah, like the through the legs. and the, yeah, yeah, just crazy, yeah. Is now, crazy good. Are you guys practicing the Michigan at all at practice? Are we gonna see that broken out soon or what? Um, I don't know. Some of the guys do here and there. I don't know if I can I can pull that off, but I don't know if I try either. But who's your dream goalie to score on? Ooh. Uh that's a tough one. I don't know. I'd say any Detroit goalie, because I think that would just be pretty cool. Okay, that's good. Um, let's see here. Who's your favorite ranger to watch? Panarin. I think Panarin. He's just 
unreal with the puck. And obviously when he gets it, he's, he's always dangerous. So he's a fun player to watch. All right. Last question for you. Uh, now, do you watch the Rangers at all? Do you guys, you keep track with the Rangers at all? Yeah, yeah, when I can. So, obviously, they're going to the playoffs now and playoff mm-hmm. hockey and everything. Uh, is there any, I guess, is there any guy on the team you want to, like, maybe style your game off of? Is there anyone you compare yourself to? Um, I like, I can't, what, 72? What's his? Uh, oh, Heedle? Yeah, yeah, I think he's his game is, is really good, and I know he kind of, he started right kind of as like more a fourth line guy. And then, yeah, um, he he's really taken he's, off this year. So he's, yeah, you know, he's playing, he's on a third line centerman now. Yeah. And no, uh, I really, yeah, I really like snipe, his snipe. Yeah, he's shot. fast. He shoots hard. He's big. So no, I really, really uh, like, liking his game a lot. Well, no, thanks so much for joining us. The Rangers obviously have this great youth movement coming through. They've rebuilt this team into a playoff contender, hopefully Stanley cup contender. And, uh, you know, picked up Tarasenko last week, so uh, they're on they're on their way. And the kid line obviously is getting older, so uh, guys like yourself need to come in and make make this team even younger in the future. Hopefully, yes, hopefully. Well, good luck the rest of the year, and thanks so much. For Thank you. Us. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, Noah, for joining us. Uh, what a great kid! It was great to sit down and talk with him, and he's having a great season. He scored some highlight real goals. And, uh, you know, he's got some sandpaper to his game, got a couple fights there in the USHL. Uh, nice big centerman with the Rangers need. You know, obviously centerman's been an issue for his team for a long time. And uh, if they could find a guy in the fourth round, I mean, that's a huge steal. And uh, he's got three more years of college after this, you know, for him. So uh, he doesn't need to develop right away, but obviously he's on the right path. And uh, like I said earlier, he should be on a couple all-freshman teams uh, based off his performance this year. He's been... You know, one of the best players for Colorado College all season long, um, you know, putting up goals and obviously missed some time there away at the uh, World Juniors, which they really missed him during that time. But he's come back and played really well, had a really great start to this season. Uh, his first first uh, weekend in college hockey, he was named, you know, the all-freshman all freshman conference performer of the weekend. So uh, what a great way to start your college career. So I can't thank him enough for coming on. And uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch with him and get him back on further on in his career. And uh, we want to wish him all the best there after his first season. And I'm sure he'll be at prospect camp again uh, this summer. So we'll be keeping an eye on him there. So thanks so much to Noah for joining us. And that does it for episode 122 of the Broadway Hat Podcast. Please make sure you go and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star review there. Every five-star review that is left, a dollar is donated to Alex's Limited Foundation. So please take a moment out of your day. Uh, go on there. Leave us a five-star review and help an amazing cause fight pediatric cancer. Make sure you go and find us on Spotify and subscribe to the show there and leave us a five-star review as well. You can find the show on Google Play, Pandora, uh, Amazon Music, Spreaker, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us there. Also, make sure you're following the show on all social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Broadway Hat Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. I'm sorry, on Instagram and Facebook at The Broadway Hat Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Broadway Hat Pod. You can find my personal Twitter account at KHALNY for all new Granger updates. Also, make sure you go and find us on YouTube at the Broadway Hat Podcast, go subscribe to the channel there. We, we post a lot, uh, all of our episodes, full episodes. We post clips of our episodes, highlights of our guys we've had on. Uh, so very cool content. We're always dropping on our YouTube page, so make sure you go check that out there. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey.